Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Bajoric, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. This is a season, season two, where we're breaking down the difference between top performers and everybody else. And I've identified seven traits of top performing salespeople that I'm going through here. This is number four. Top performers take responsibility for their outcomes. It's not about, is this my job? It's not about marketing is supposed to do this. It's not about my SDR is supposed to do that. It's about the buck stops here. I have a job. I have an outcome that I am paid to deliver. I have a responsibility to my team, to my company, to myself, to my family to get this result, to accomplish what I've been asked to do. And yes, there are systems in place. There are marketing departments. There are SDR teams. There are lead generation campaigns. There are all kinds of things in place to assist you, the salesperson, in delivering that outcome. Sometimes they work better than others. Am I right? But at the end of the day, whose butt is on the line? Who's responsible for that outcome? Is your marketing team responsible for you hitting your number? Quite frankly, do they even care if you hit your number? They're probably measured on something completely different. And we can get into the dynamics of comp plans and incentive structures and if all of the departments are even incentivized properly to work well with one another, because most often they're not. But that's another topic for another time. Right now, you've been asked to deliver a number this year. Are you doing enough to get it? Do you believe you're going to get it? Do you have everything you need in order to get it? If you don't have what you need, then let's talk about what you need. And let's talk about going to get it. But if you have everything you need and you're not delivering, whose fault is it but yours? See, a top performer is not going to complain that marketing didn't deliver enough MQLs. A top performer is not going to complain that their SDR didn't make enough calls or that the meetings that the SDR scheduled were inadequate. Top performer is not going to complain that somebody else didn't do their job. A top performer is going to go get their job done. And if they feel that they deserve better help, then they'll take that up with the necessary people. And they will ensure that they're enabled to perform at a high level. (laughs) 
who said it was anybody else's responsibility to provide you with people with their wallets open ready to buy? And let's talk about this, because there are a lot of people out there who feel like they don't need to prospect. No, Jeff, I'm an account manager. It's not my job to get new accounts. It's my job to just maintain and maybe grow a little bit within these accounts. I don't need to prospect. No? You don't need to look for new opportunities within existing accounts? Because that's prospecting, too. Like, a top performer has their head wrapped around the idea that new revenue needs to be created, and they're the ones that need to do it. You may need to look in different ways for new business. You may need to find new potential customers that look and feel very much like the ones you already serve best. You may need to go to those best customers, the ones that you're babysitting, probably spending way too much time with. But if you're going to be spending the time with them, at least ask for referrals. And if you're getting, if you're not getting enough leads, if the leads that you're getting are falling way short, well, go find your own. You know how to go out there. You know how to look at your lead lists. You know how to do research on the internet. You know how to go to any one of these sites that provides competitive information about the companies that you're already working with. And you should know your sales process. Top performers understand their sales process inside and out. And it's not about the 17 steps. It's not about the stages in your CRM. That is not a sales process. But it is about understanding where you are understanding where you need to go next, and understanding how to get there. You see, there are only two ways that you can sell more. One is by spending more time selling, which is something a lot of account executives don't do because they're waiting. They're waiting for those leads to just fall in their laps, right? But the other way is to make sure that you advance your sales process at every possible opportunity. Look, you can't increase someone's urgency to buy, but you can definitely avoid slowing down your own sales process. So you have to know where you are in your sales process and what to ask for next. And look, three questions that you can ask yourself, that you should ask yourself before every sales call are, one, what am I trying to accomplish in this call? Two, what am I going to ask for as a result of this call? And three, how am I going to ask? That's a 15-second interview in your own head with questions you should be able to answer. And if you can't answer them, you're not ready to go on that call. That's what a top performer does before every sales meeting. And they make sure that these calls don't die on the vine. They don't, these processes don't stall. That's important. Now, I said at the very beginning of this season that most of these traits are not selling skills. I would argue that knowing your sales process is not a sales skill. Eh, Some people may argue with me. If that's the case, it's okay because this is a big component of this trait of top performers who just recognize what needs to be done. They take responsibility for what needs to be done and they make it happen. So are you getting enough leads? If you're not, Do you have a plan? Do you know your sales process? Do you know where you are in it? Do you know where you need to go next? 
Are you asking yourself those three questions before every sales call? Those are simple things, simple commitments to make. And look, I've narrowed the list down to seven. That's what this season is about. But if I had to rank the seven, this one's up there. Are you doing what it takes? Are you willing to do what it takes to make sure that you can deliver the result you need to deliver? And just, I, I want to go back just really quickly because the idea that you or anybody would stake their livelihood on somebody else, the idea that you would blame your failure to hit your number on somebody else. Because you not hitting your number probably means you're not bringing home as much money. Now it impacts your family. I've got kids. I've got a wife. I've got a house. I like to play golf. There's a whole lot riding on me hitting my number or not. Why on earth would I let anybody else take responsibility for that? It's up to you. Top performers get this. Not everybody does. Well... That's why they're top performers. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to speak with my friend Andy Rasick. I'm going to talk a little bit about sales process. Uh, I'm going to share another archived episode of Deeper Thought with you about reviewing your sales calls and understanding where you're at, what you're doing well, what you're not doing so well, where you could improve, that kind of thing. I'm excited to share that with you over the next couple of episodes. And then we're going to move on. We're a little more than halfway through this season, there's still a lot of gold to be mined. And uh, I really, really appreciate you uh, for being here with me. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.